and salutations, Simmers, and welcome to the Simmers Digest podcast, a Sims and Sims community-based podcast. I am Technobabble, your host on this audio exploration, guiding you through the vast and fantastically creative community that makes up the Sims, hoping to help you discover someone new, learn a little more about some of your favorite creators, and highlight all of the amazing people who make up our community. A brand new year is upon us, and we have so much to catch up on already. In this week's episode, we have our second roundtable recap with Basically Bex, Soli Sims, and myself. Then, we have a featurette introducing you all to Ketchy, aka OBI Gem. Next, with Love Julian, we'll get you motivated with several new challenges to check out. The Something Simlish crew continues to expand our minds with more news about the worlds and the secrets within them from The Sims 4. Lady Sweetheart will introduce us to another brilliant CC and mod creator who adds brilliant content to our game. We'll wrap the show up with all of the news we can cram into one podcast from The Sims 4, The Sims Freeplay, and The Sims Mobile. And we invite you to stick around after the show for an exclusive interview with a machinima director. Slip into something comfy, kick your feet up, and let us take you away into the world of the Sims 4 and Sims 4 community. Simmers and welcome back to another great episode. Today we have the final part of our conversation with Soli and Technobabble and we are going to be talking about the neighborhood dynamics in The Sims 4. Buckle up and listen in, it's quite the ride. The uh, next thing that is on our list is the neighborhood dynamics which I haven't looked too much into so if either of you are a little more well versed on that one would you like to take it away so have you experienced the fam- the neighborhood dynamics yet very briefly very briefly so so i have been trying to escape um the work stress which i'm sure everyone is going through shout out to all of our educators our healthcare workers True. everybody who's working to help make these things and these times better and keep our children educated and humans healthy that is important and we thank you guys for what you do um on that note i have been trying to escape for at least an hour as much as i can per Sully's advice um every other day or so to get in the game and i've been experiencing these neighborhood dynamics like no one's business but they came out of nowhere like i i didn't watch the live stream on them i missed the live stream and i was like i don't even know what this is yet and um Alarin had not yet posted any news about it and i'm like i get my news from simmer's digest also shameless plug but that's where i get my news from and when right? it's not there <laughs> i was like um i don't know what's going on so i just literally experienced them uh a couple of days ago and then another day ago uh and it's kind of weird it's like all of a sudden you get a phone call from somebody in the sims world in your neighborhood in your save file and they ask you um, hey, I was thinking about this thing. What's your take on it? Yes, no, maybe. And of course, it's phrased beautifully and more eloquently when it's, you know, a specific thing like, hey, I was thinking about having a baby. What is your thoughts? 
yes, you know, have absolutely, you're ready for it. Or I have no idea. You should make the decision for yourself or no. Are you crazy? You can't stand children. Like these are the things that pop up in the game and it's not happening so much that it's like annoying. Like, oh my gosh, why is my phone ringing? Like for job offers, anytime your reputation goes up, not like that. It happens at like a normal pace. And usually it is always a sim that your sim knows. So it's not like always or regularly a random townie. Like I've had some calls from townies, which I enjoy because then it's like you could change the whole, you know, pancakes dynamic in your gameplay if they call you. Um, But that's been my experience so far. And it's been pretty fun. And I like the idea of it. And when I'm annoyed with it, I just say, I don't know, you decide for yourself. And they do. That's really cool um, and could be really like could be something that's really uh, instrumental for uh, people who do Let's Plays. Yes, because like I'll watch like them and they'll be like, oh, I had to go in here and make this sim do this because they wouldn't listen. And I needed him to ask her to marry him, but he wouldn't (laughs) and like stuff like that. And this is really cool because you don't have to exit your family that you're playing in. Like it happens automatically, maybe not the exact thing that you would want, but a story happens automatically. You don't have to be like, let me exit so that I can, you know, make Bob leave Eliza because that's what he really deserves. And um, all <laughs> like, you don't have to do that. You can just talk him into it. Yes, it's so I feel so far in the gameplay that I've had with it. And it's limited, but the gameplay I've had with it has been very natural. It's never been like, who is this? And why are they calling me and asking me about that? Like one, one sim called and said, Hey, I was thinking about you know, going for that promotion that we talked about. What are your thoughts? And it's like, how cool is that? You can be like a friend to this a sim and, you know, and say, yes, yes, it's amazing. And then you see it like later you check in with them and you see that their job has changed. And it's like, whoa, that all happened like, quote unquote, naturally. Oh, I was just going to ask about that. I was going to ask whether or not, like, is, is it a long process after or rather a long time after you've made the suggestion that you actually see results for it? Or is it the case where it's instantaneous? It's not like instantaneous, but it's like timeline accurate. Like I watched somebody else who was going through and where someone called and said something about having a baby. And in the same video, the person that they were friends with, the Sim was friends with, did not wasn't pregnant you know didn't have signs of pregnancy but like two videos later they did so like it seemed like the appropriate amount of time for something to change like i know i i played one where someone asked if i should go for that promotion and i said yes you should and then they were like it improves like your relationship um and no i guess maybe would i don't think i've ever seen a no negatively affected i think it just changes the like dynamic between that other sim um but like they didn't have the promotion the next day but their job went from whatever job position they had to unemployed, like they were going for something else. Like that was the particular scenario I was where it was not a, a, a job improvement up, but like switching careers. And uh, it was it was like that. So it was, it was pretty accurate, I would say. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Now, I do play with mods as well, but then I saw something. That's why I said I interacted with it briefly, but I'm not sure if this is part of a mod or if it's something that's part of the story progression that's um that was introduced by ea and i would love your help to to figure this out so my sim the my family dynamic sim my girl was speaking to this guy and 
there was an option in the pie menu to persuade that person to um to uh, pursue their dream job. Mm-hmm. I was saying that is something that I've never seen before. I and think that's only, it. Right. And, and so you see, so there are multiple ways that you can influence story progression with, if, with, with sims that you don't play with. Because this was, she was just having a conversation with one of her very good friends. Um, and in, in clicking that pie menu for friendly interaction, that popped up. And I was like, I've never seen this before. Is this part of the story progression? But then I noticed that they do it via call as well. So I wasn't sure um, if it was just that one way to go ahead and do story progression through the call. Mm-hmm. That's nice. It's nice that, that you do have um, a way to influence the Sims that you are actually having a conversation with. Yes. I, I mean, like I said, so far it has not been overwhelming and it has been really fun to see my sim make a helpful decision or helpful help help another sim make a choice in their you know ai gameplay that gameplay that's happening you know unbeknownst to me it's been fun do you have any like wishes or like hopes for this um game mechanic moving forward Ooh, that's a good question i think like what would be really interesting to see would be like the continuation inside of each world. Like I am one of those players who has like at least like I have way more than fifteen save files, but like I'm playing in six with, you know, regularity where the other ones are just there for various things that I do. Um and so like it would be interesting to see how different directions you could take your world. So like it would be I would tie it into a scenario. I think it could be cool to see like cuz there's now I believe there's like new what is it? Not traits. There's aspirations, aspirations, right? Yep. There is yeah. a neighborhood confidant um where a sim uh is for sims who aspire to be helpful and positive presences in the lives of their neighbor sims. And then there's villainous valentine, which is for sims who aspire to destroy the love lives of all sims and <laughs> on their own. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so and, there it is. Like that would be what I'd want to see. I would love to see this happen. And there it is. Yeah. Um, the, and then if you completing the neighborhood confidant, you get the new confidant trait, which increases your chance of conversations being pleasant. Um, oh. had a conversation turned boring or awkward in the middle of the party. Confident Sims are less susceptible to these mood killers. And with the villainous Valentine, you get the twisted heart trait, which makes all sad and embarrassed moodlets decay faster and provides a little bonus social when performing mean or mischievous uh, socials. Can we just give a shout out to the team? Like they literally just, they brought all of this in for free in a game update okay. to change our game. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, I know that's really dope. I I'm kind of really excited to play now. I got to spend a lot of money on getting me some packs. Not packs. Hey, you know what? It's it's the holiday season. Wait till the holidays fly by. Maybe people will get them for you for Christmas. Valid. Valid. Um I'll I'll tell you what though. That is like one of my favorite things that's been happening is that the going back and updating things and bringing in whole new gameplay elements. Like I would love, yes, uh, spa day. I've been experiencing that one. And I'm like, I would love to see a tie into the scenarios so that when they come out with an update to a pack or the gameplay itself, like the uh, base game gameplay, 
it'd be awesome if they tied a scenario to it. So like those of us who are veterans and don't have a sim yet that fits into that scenario or that new change they've made would let us like give a fuel our imaginations a smidge just so that we could be like, yeah, let's create a sim just to check it out. And here, and here's a scenario going along with it that will help me like get into it. Like that would be beautiful. Yeah, no, it really would be. I also, I didn't mean to say no, but also, <laughs> um, at the same time, like having these new things come in with different packs gives people a chance to go back and re-experience a pack that they love um, it haven't played in a while or like haven't played through stuff in a while, like, um cats and dogs like maybe if we had like different like mechanics that came with the pets or like um what's another one that could be really cool um the eco lifestyle like there's new ways of like recycling and stuff happening and it'd be cool to see that incorporated into the game so i agree that would be amazing and i feel like they're working on it it's just like we have no idea what they're gonna what they're gonna change or add to next right I think the team just has like they have so much opportunity there and like you said I'm I'm just excited to see what they do next whatever they do next because so far um, as much as a lot of people are disappointed with certain things that come out I haven't been I haven't been in the last couple of um, months or the last couple of releases that they've been putting out there's nothing that has disappointed me and I'm like oh I waited you know for the next pack and this is what it is I have not experienced that because everything has been so good and I'm happy to see that they are actually going in just a little bit more and revamping some of the older packs that we 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 had I love the idea of going into cast now um uh, as for the the spotty thing and then um getting my sims their their nails done Yes. Oh my gosh. The nails is amazing. I like forgot about it and went in after watching a video. I'm like, wait, I can add nails to everybody. Yes. Yes. Listen, I am a person who used CC nails for a really long time and I was tired of not being able to wear certain kinds of eyelashes because the nails went on his rings. I can't even remember, but like Uh, I couldn't wear certain eyelashes because it like messed up if you had fingernails and uh, mm So it's great that it's just it's just in the game now. It's just patched into the game. It's just a part of the game. I don't need mods anymore for that part. Yes. I love that they're paying that close attention to the community to like be like, we should have this and then they make it happen. Yes, I agree. I also like, I agree. Wonder if the modding community is gonna go back and like redo this like um not redo but like change the location of the nails because obviously the like modded nails are way cooler because there's different designs and like maybe they can go back and have those so that they take up the fingernail slot instead of like the ring slot right okay i agree i can see that i didn't even think of that though until you said it so but yes i could see that happening i wonder how easy it would be for them to do that as well or if they would just you know just decide that they're going to just do fresh ones completely Yes, I wonder like if they would if when these things come out, if modders are like, "Oh man, now I got to make a change," or like if they're fueled by it, like they see it and they're like, "Oh my gosh, now I could change this." So now I could do, 
you could have eyelashes, you could have this, you could have that. You could also have nails, like, where you couldn't have it before. Like, that could be amazing. Or they could hate it because they have to make updates. I have no idea. We need another modder on the show to talk about it. <laughs> we should. Yes. We should. We should get one. Twisted Mexi was on once before. Maybe we can get him back to tell us a little bit about all these new things that he's been working on. They've been, he's been working on so many new projects. Yeah. yeah. That would be cool. That would be cool just to get an update on, on his thought processes for the new things that are coming out. That would be really cool. Um, yes. What I was going to mention is that um, for the pack, this is one pack, the, 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 oh my gosh, the after cats and dogs, it has to do with the pe- the pet stuff back. My first I stumbled step. over that. That one? <laughs> no, the pet one. The, the the pet. My first pet stuff. Yeah. Is that what it's called? I feel that I don't. I'm not sure. I think it's. I know it's the pet stuff back. <laughs> I'm not sure exactly what's the name, but um, you know, what I was thinking just yesterday actually. I was saying I know like you know we have hamsters etc that came with that pack that the, mm-hmm. that the fact we do have and i'm not sure if maybe just um modders cannot do this or if it's not something that maybe ea can try to address in the game we now have the little rabbits we have rabbits we have birds now Mm -hmm. i was wondering if we can if they couldn't incorporate that in some way as a household pet yeah not yeah not necessarily lots not to necessarily take up a slot like um when we have our cats or our dogs. Right. Like but hamster. to have it yes, like the hamster. It it can be incorporated in the game feature. That like, would be awesome. Like that. I think so too. That would be different. I think so too. Or the option to I'm not sure that you can actually tame a, a fox. But like um I know you can talk to the foxes and build up relationships with them, but maybe it's quite possible to I think people do that in real life as well. That they are so cute. <laughs> yeah. So they could like tame it enough to adopt it, but it's not. It doesn't take up a household. Um, oh slot. yeah, almost like a roommate scenario. Like it exists as it's tied to your family, and if you move, it goes with you. But like it's not something that you control or takes up a one of the eight yeah. spots kind of a thing. Yes. So I was saying I would love that for, um, you know, if they're going to up- update any of the. The, like cats and dogs or something like that if they mm-hmm. if there was a way for them to incorporate it or even in the case of the first pet stuff pack um and incorporate it in a way that it is like the hamsters just just like that that would be f- cool to me to see that happen well simmers that was the end of our first round table that we did for simmers digest with solely sims and techno babble um if this is something you're interested in make sure you let the simmers digest know and maybe we could do more of these in the future um thank you so much uh for listening and i hope that you have a fabulous day Dag dag. We are thrilled to introduce you all to another new member of the Simmers Digest team, Melly. Melly is a lifelong Simmer who loves the game and the community and is here to help us put the spotlight on more Simmers. This week she introduces us all to Ketchy, aka OBI Gem. 
Catchy is a Sims 4 YouTuber that uploads weekly. Their videos consist of let's plays, casts, speed builds, and whatever else they come up with, because we all know anything can happen in this game. Their current Not So Berry challenge is on Rose, which props to you, Obigem, for getting that far. Grab yourself a drink and sit down and relax to one of their amazing speed builds or cast videos, or even get lost in one of their Let's Plays today. Be sure to check out their full feature over at SimmersDigest.com right after the podcast. As you all know, Simmers Digest started with a single simmer, myself, creating a digital magazine featuring all of our community's amazing content. We have since grown exponentially thanks to your amazing support. We now host a weekly podcast, weekly simmer features, bring new chapters to our Let's Watch series each week, create YouTube content, host a Discord server, and so much more. We are growing faster than I can even believe it, and I want to thank you all for your amazing and continued support as we grow and create new ways to feature you and your amazing creativity. As we grow, we want to be able to offer even more to our fans, including more giveaways and new segments. In order to do this, you can help contribute by becoming a Simmer supporter on our Patreon page. Per your votes, we currently have multiple tiers set up that you can contribute to knowing that if you can help, that every dollar raised will go back into supporting our awesome community with giveaways and continuing our growth. Please keep in mind that there are many ways you can contribute to the Simmers Digest. Why, even just listening to this podcast helps support the work we do. But if you can, and you want to join us on Patreon, you can now do so. Just visit patreon.com forward slash Simmers Digest and become a Simmer supporter at whatever level you can. Again, Thank you for supporting us, whether it is listening to the podcast, liking our YouTube videos, leaving us comments, sharing the podcast on your socials, or just being a positive member of our simming community. We value you and your continued support and look forward to creating new ways to showcase and feature your amazing works. Hey Simmers, I'm with love Julianne. We've made the trip around the sun one more time. Here's to a new year and another year of inspiration and challenges. A perfect time to try a new sim challenge. For the new year, I'm going to start off with something new, a sim story challenge. After that, we're going to check out a shell challenge by Zephyrine and a box challenge by Sara Sims. Finally, we'll complete this episode's challenge segment with a build challenge from Sim Michelle. Simmers always impress me with their creativity. One of the ways Simmers get very creative is telling the story of their Sims. Our first challenge builds on that type of creativity with the opportunity to put your Sims story into words. Lisa B. Sims' Sims Literary Challenge is an excellent opportunity to explore the theme of new for the new year through words and images. You can find all of the information you need to participate at lisabsims.com, lisabeesims.com. 
It's due on January 31st and no need to think that you can't participate because you've never done it before. You can enter as a novice or a veteran. Give something new a shot this new year. All Sims need homes and The Sims World is not complete without community venues like bars, parks, restaurants, and stores. Our next challenge from Zephyrin is a shell challenge specifically to create a community lot of your choosing. The shell is two stories and has a lot of potential. They will be toured on Zephyrin's Twitch channel, twitch.tv Zephyrin, on January 23rd and 24th. More information is available on Twitter at Zephyrin TTV. Our third challenge from Sara Sims is a box challenge. It's like a shell you can make yourself from the shapes already given. It's a little different than a regular shell, and Saris has instructions for how to complete the box challenge on the Saris Sims website. S-A-U-R-U-S-S-I-M-S dot com. There are a ton of shapes to experiment with, so get started because the challenge is due on the 23rd. Find more information on Twitter at Saurusness. S-A-U-R-U-S-N-E-S-S. Lastly, we have a build challenge from Sim Michelle with a solar punk theme. Is solar punk new to you too? Learn about it and get inspiration from Sim Michelle's Pinterest board, which she has linked in the tweet describing the challenge. You can find that tweet at Sim underscore Michelle with one L on twitter.com. The tours of your creations will be on twitch.tv forward slash sim underscore Michelle on February 3rd. Did you miss anything? Are you looking for links? Everything I talked about and so much more can be found at simmersdigest.com. I'm with Love Julian. You can find me at withlovejulian.com and at withlovejulian with an E on twitter.com. I hope everyone has a wonderful and happy new year. This is Becca from the Something Simlish team, and I'm here to share some tips, tricks, and features of The Sims 4. This week, we're going to be taking a look at hidden lots in The Sims 4, spanning secret lots to lots that just don't show up on The Sims 4 map. We're going to be telling you how to access those lots, as well as what's so special about them. Today, we're going to be taking a look at Forgotten Grotto, another Sims 4 base game world that's found in an abandoned mine. To access it, travel to the Desert Bloom Park in Oasis Springs, or find the other entrance, which is located behind the Effluista Mansion lot. Look among the rocks behind the lots for a boarded up cave entrance. There are veins in the rock which will lightly glow at night. Your sim will need a level 10 handiness skill to be able to tear down the board, so make sure that they're skilled before trying to enter. Similar to the Sylvan Glade entrance, your sim will need to make the correct choices on the explore options to be able to access the Forgotten Grotto. To find the grotto, be sure to choose the following. Wide path, 
climb ladder, step on the ledge, and travel to Grotto. Rare collectibles will spawn here, such as the batfish and rainbowfish. You can also find potatoes, sage, onions, and lily flowers, as well as some minerals in this beautiful cave lot. There's no area to build on, but there is a wooden toilet so your sim can fulfill their bladder motive while exploring the cave. We hope you enjoyed this feature, and for more tips, tricks, and sims for features, please follow us at something underscore simlish on Instagram. Hi everybody, this is Lady Sweetheart and I am back with this week's CC Creator Spotlight. Today we shine the light on an incredible CC creator known as Ravasheen. Ravasheen makes a variety of Maxis Match custom content for Build By, as well as many mods designed to enhance your simming experience. Several things set Ravasheen apart as a CC creator. The first is their creations are truly one of a kind and like nothing else you will find elsewhere. For example, Ravasheen has created so many functional CC pieces for toddlers and children that are unique and provide much needed new gameplay for these sims. Something else that sets Ravasheen apart is the sheer number of CC and small mods they have created that serve to improve your build or gameplay experience, such as a one-tile dollhouse that functions just like the much larger one in-game, or their rabbit hole bathroom, which allows your sims to care for their bladder and hygiene needs unseen, all while taking up only one tile square of space. And finally, their CC is not only creative and innovative, but the pieces always look so impeccable in-game. So if you're looking to add some great build-by CC to your game, or something a little extra to enhance your gameplay, you definitely need to check out the crazy talented Ravasheen. This has been Lady Sweetheart with your weekly CC Creator Spotlight. This week's The Sims Mobile News segment has been brought to you by The Sims Nation. Find your tribe with us. Hey Super Simmer, yes you, we get it. Playing The Sims in all its forms, on PC, console, and mobile. It is ridiculously fun. However, playing all on your own can get a little lonely. After all, your Sims are gorgeous, your house flawless, and your shenanigans side-splitting. All of that awesomeness deserves to be shared. Find your simming tribe at The Sims Nation. We're a Facebook group fueled by crazy fun contests, sim stories, and dedicated simmers. If you love wild storytelling, killer contests for cash and clout, or just want to rub elbows with players who love The Sims as much as you do, join our Facebook and Discord group today. Can't wait to see you there, you superstar you.
All of us here at Simmers Digest adore our community and want to get to know all of you. In an effort to do that, Melly has been working behind the scenes with a weekly feature on the site called We Asked Simmers. Well, now we want to bring elements of that series to the podcast, and we wanted to make it as easy as possible. So right after the podcast is over, call 707-395-SIMS and leave us a message. This week, we would love to hear from you. And what we want to know is, who is your favorite townie and why? Again, just call 707-395-SIMS. That's 707-395-7467. And you can leave a message for us to listen to. And some of them we will share here on the podcast. We cannot wait to hear from you today can't call into the show no worries you can email us your responses as well to contact digest at gmail.com be sure to write in the subject line call in I'm Soli Sims. And I'm Technobabble. And this is your Simmers Digest News Brief. The year is new, and the Sims franchise is kicking off this quarter with fresh content for Sims Freeplay, Sims Mobile, and Sims 4. This week, Sims Freeplay finished up some of the newest events and began gearing up to announce its next show-stopping update. Sims Mobile turned the corner into their next treasure hunt event, and Sims 4 began teasing two new kits and a game pack for the coming weeks. After an enormously successful anniversary event, Sims Freeplay is currently wrapping up its last few anniversary events before turning the corner into a new season of content. Currently, players are enjoying an Influence Island rerun that offers crisp Scandies furniture and pleasing neutral swatches. In return for their schmoozing and cajoling efforts on an island of Freeplay NPCs, players earn the network tokens required to spin for such furnishings as soft, straight-line sofas, sleek fireplaces, lovely king-sized beds, accent tables crafted from natural woods, and more. This event began January 10th and will continue for 10 days. Thus, players are eagerly looking past the next events, a long hair event and a feuding family sim chase for the next activities on the horizon. The feuding family sim chase is the last event in this session and it contains a slew of hairs, accessories, and clothes for kid, teen, and young adult sims. Players looking for more family cast options would do well not to miss this event, which begins January 16th. The Sims Mobile trucks along with several event reruns and a sprinkling of new content for its dedicated fanbase. This week, Sims Mobile wrapped up the Step It Up Sweet Treats rerun, which awarded players with aerobic items and athletic wear in return for their reality show-worthy baking efforts. This event began January 4th. On its heels came Wumple's number 70 on January 13th. The prizes for this event includes two framed landscaped portraits, on January 18th, players will say hello to the lovely Knickknacks treasure hunt event, which encourages players to dig for ancient relics in return for yard sale-like items such as chairs, vintage trunks, bookshelves. Players can also earn new hairs for men and women alongside the Sims 4 Snowy Escape open fireplace. 
The Sims 4 has garnered the most buzz in recent weeks after dropping hints about their incoming kits and game pack. Sims 4 also dropped a new money-making limited-time scenario alongside free clothing items in-game this week. The scenario, New Year, New Hustle, encourages players to earn 25,000 simoleons through either a career or crafting pursuits. Players can attempt the scenario until February 2nd. Sims 4 also deposited, via the Sims Delivery Express option, two Korean hanbox for masculine and feminine frame Sims. The hanbox, available in several swatches, are ceremonial, formal wear, often donned for weddings. This update slipped into the base game and appears to be part of the Sims 4 dedication to diversity and inclusion. Most notably, on January 5th, Sims 4 dropped a vibrant, purple, confetti-filled teaser on Twitter which promised fresh content in the coming weeks. The teaser promised a game pack that throws a party for love, and two vibrant kits that celebrate fierce design. Immediately, Simmers noticed tiny wedding cakes and entwined wedding rings hidden in the confetti, leading many to believe the next game pack will be wedding party-centered and drops sometime in February. After perusing the bright confetti shapes more deeply, some Simmers noticed tiger cutouts, masquerade masks, wings, and flamboyant peacocks, all of which seem to suggest kits for the Chinese New Year. 2022 is the year of the tiger and Carnival, an enormous Brazilian celebration just before the season of Lent, akin to Louisiana's world's famous Mardi Gras. If these hints were not enough, later in the week, Sims 4 leaked an image on their news kit, Carnival Streetwear, to the greater community. The image featured a beautiful androgynous Sim front and center, wearing a glittering crop top and tight white A-line skirt with a sensual fishnet slit down the hips. The Sim is surrounded by celebrating Sims of all shapes and sizes, all enjoying vibrant party wear fit for a street festival. Lime green mesh tops, tight halters, flowing open coats, and far more. The image seems to suggest a Create-A-Sim kit that celebrates all body frames with newly designed clothing that does not distort a Sim's body based on their frame. There's so much more to come in the Sim's future. Celebrating players need only wait. Until next time, stay safe, love your loved ones, and as always, happy simming. For more details and a closer look at many of the screenshots mentioned in today's news brief, be sure to take a look at SimmersDigest.com. Our team is working around the clock to keep you updated on all things Sims 4, Sims Mobile, and Sims Freeplay, along with highlighting many members of our community. Well, my friends, I am here to bring the show to an end, but the fun doesn't stop here. The team here at Simmers Digest is all about connecting, showcasing, collaborating, and more. If you've not yet visited our site, SimmersDigest.com, I would encourage you to head there after the podcast to check out our newly renovated About tab. There, you'll find the new Simmers Digest Team tab, where you can see the entire team and connect with us. We adore chatting, watching your videos, dropping comments, and so much more. If you get any enjoyment either out of our podcast, our site, or even our social medias, we'd love for you to show your support through our Patreon by becoming a Simmer supporter at any level that you can. Your monetary donations help us keep the content focused on you and your amazing creations without cluttering up the digital spaces with ads. Check it out today by clicking the Become a Simmer Supporter Today button on the top of our site, SimmersDigest.com. We cannot thank our Simmer supporters enough for their continued, ongoing, and growing support for the work we do here at Simmers Digest. We are all so excited to connect with you each week here on the podcast, through our social media, and, as you all know, 
the Digest is always growing and looking to explore new avenues to increase our engagement and connections with you. It's our commitment to always keep you up to date, so we will continue to keep everything you may want to know about the Simmers Digest over at SimmersDigest.com. There you will find all of the links to our socials, blog posts, Simmer features, gallery walks, and so much more. Our Simmers Digest community is growing each week, and I cannot thank you all enough for your continued support and encouragement. I could not make this show happen without an amazing and ever-growing crew. You can connect with them by checking out the About tab on our website today. And of course, I would like to thank them right here. Thank you, Sully Sims, Lady Sweetheart, Alarin, basically Bex, Nerdgasm, April Dark, With Love Julian, Melly, Hip Hip Renee, and the entire crew at the Something Simlish team for your continued support and brilliant creativity you bring to this show each week. And all of the energy you put forth to help support our amazing community and all of its members. I would also like to thank the moderators, managers, docents, and members of the Sims Nation on Discord. All week long, they keep the conversation lively, send in fantastic new videos, builds, Sims, and more to feature both here and in the digital pages of the Simmers Digest magazine. I adore spending hours each day connecting with Simmers and collaborating there, as well as with the brilliant members of the Plum Bob Academy and the Sim Streamers and YouTubers group on Facebook. And lastly, I want to thank you for tuning in this week. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If you want more Simmer-related content, look no further than the Simmer's Digest magazine from our Flipboard magazine. Just a few flips and you may discover someone new. An imaginative build idea, great YouTube channels, and so much more. Please consider following us on Twitter, checking out our website, SimmersDigest.com, connecting with us on Instagram, or even on TikTok, and perhaps even favoring our page on Facebook. If you enjoyed the episode, please consider subscribing inside of your favorite podcasting app. Or if you're listening here on Anchor, you can favorite the station. Remember, each week you can contribute to the podcast by just being a positive and active member in our community. Of course, I would love for you to connect with me on a daily basis in the Sims Nation group on Discord, which you can find an invite link to on my Twitter page. Speaking of Twitter, please send me tweets or tag me in your posts at Simmers Digest, spelled S-I-M-M-E-R-S-D-I-G-E-S-T. If you would like to be featured here on the podcast, have a great gallery pick for me to check out or fun series on your channel for me to see. If you have any feedback for the show, please feel free to send me an email at contactsimmersdigest at gmail.com. I'm always looking to improve and add quality to the show and want to highlight as many simmers as I can each and every week. You are all amazingly creative, talented individuals who make being part of this community something special. Until next time, dag dag and keep on simming. Today I want to talk to you about my channel, how far it's come, and I want to give some interesting facts about Fly Away. So first of all, my channel was created back in 2012, and it was created because I wanted to get into voice acting. I had also seen My Life by Natalie Byerex at the time, and I decided I wanted to make my own Sims 2 voiceover machinima series. I was inspired by um, Jessica, who is known as Pixel Crack and was formerly known as the Haunchy One. 
Um, she's been, she was always a big inspiration in my life, and I wanted to create something as cool as her. During the time that I was making Keep In My Secret, I had a two subtitled series going on. One was called Complicated and one was called Teen Style. Now back in the day, none of my shows had plots. So it was just kind of your average teenage drama with very petty, dumb drama. Um, none of those shows made it very far. Keep In My Secret was actually supposed to be the show that made my channel take off, and clearly that's not what happened. But I'm really grateful that it was my roadmap to the Sims Mission in my community because if I had never had those ideas, I wouldn't be where I am today. Fly Away was actually a subtitled series back in the day. It was a mini subtitle series about me and my friends. I remember sitting in lunch one day saying, what if I make a Sims Machinima series about all of us, our lives, maybe we're finding romance. And you know, they kind of nonchalantly just agreed, but I mean, they also weren't really paying attention, but I made it. And it was called Double Love back then. And it was actually renamed to Fly Away because of the song Fly Away by Auburn. And that ran alongside the other shows I had at the time. During that time, I also had another voiceover series called In One Year. And the premise of that show was supposed to be the world is ending in a year. What do we do until then? How do we stop it? And it was more of a sci-fi series. And that one got discontinued as well. But they did get started. All of my sh all, almost, almost all of my shows um, were voiced over. And then there were the exceptions of the couple that weren't. Um, I did have many other projects that came a little bit later, but none of them were finished. Fly Away is the only series that I've actually been very dedicated to that will actually finish. Um, so Fly Away had wrapped up its first season and I wasn't planning on continuing Fly Away at first because we got to like episode five of the subtitle series, but for some reason I just kept going. And after the first season, then I did a second season and I decided I wanted it to be voiced over because towards the very end of the first season, I began narrating Star's thoughts. So I had a casting call for the second season and then the second season is actually what made my channel take off. So because the writing was done so long ago in the day, I had so many plot holes and I didn't know how to send it off to the voice actor because the voice actors, because there was just a lot of junk in there that didn't need to be in there. We all have those filler scenes from time to time, but like they were, they were just random things that it's like, this is not an episode. So I scrapped it. And at the time that I scrapped Fly Away, I had begun the teen version of Fly Away, which was called Doubled Love. So to go back in steps a couple of bit, um, I was running Fly Away, which was the show of my characters as adults. And halfway through the second season, I started up another version of Fly Away, which was, which was actually called Double Love this time. But this time it was from them as teenagers. Um, then, you know, I got in a plot hole with the real Fly Away. So I merged the two of them together. And I thought, I want to actually start over. 
So I took the first five episodes of Double Love and I merged the show. So it took the title Fly Away because Fly Away was the original title of the show and Double Love was them as teenagers. And I wanted to start the story from them as teenagers so we could watch them grow rather than just them being adults. And I know there's not a lot of adult shows and when I say adults I mean like them as adults not rated M shows. But so I started Fly Away Over. And during this time that I started Fly Away Over, I was also trying new projects. So we had gotten halfway through the first season, I think, of Fly Away, the reboot. And I met so many people. And people came to me and they wanted to do collabs. So I opened up a collab called Farfalla. And Farfalla was about... It was a it was an anime style series, but it was about this girl who's living with her grandparents and she's new to a private school, blah blah blah. Um and then we had the scripts written out, but then I lost connection basically with the person that I was also doing it with. And like it was also pretty popular on my channel at the time that it was going. It wasn't as big as Fly Away, but it coincided with it. So I was known for Farfalla and for Fly Away at the same time. Um, then Farfalla didn't finish, um, but I kept going with the first season of Fly Away. Um, we wrapped up the first season of Fly Away and I began working on the second season. And there was some issues with my channel during the second season. So I didn't get to finish the second season until like March, I think a year later. And I obviously I finished the second season, but during that time I was kind of meeting people. And I was making another series. This series was another Sims Machinima collab and it was supposed to be uploaded on my backup channel. If you don't know, I've got another channel. It's doesn't have much on it, but I do post on there from time to time. Um, but this show was called Misconception and it was about um, this girl who is sent down to earth to help um this kid not commit suicide so i really liked the premise of that and i was really excited to work on it and then one day the writer for the show actually went to mia and it was really sad but also at the same time i wasn't too unhappy because beca because misconception was getting in the way of me filming fly away and i really just wanted to work on fly away um so Misconception only came up with one episode on another channel. Um, so then I finished up the second season of Fly Away and I began moving into the third. And the third season of Fly Away started off with a movie about our friend Connor. And during this time I was going through a lot of emotions on I want to keep doing Fly Away but like I've got so many issues with the game and I don't have that many voice actors and we're so limited with like animations and well 
Fly Away is a pretty small show. It's not a show that is talked about a lot, but it's come quite a long way, so I'm very happy with where I am. So I condensed Fly Away. So season one and season two have 30 episodes each. And season three, and there was supposed to be a season three and a season four. But I had so many plots I wanted to do, and I didn't know if I would ever get there. And well, if you don't know, I'm also turning, trying to turn Fly Away into a real TV show, and it's being written into a book. So I didn't want to give away all of my plots. So I condensed season three. So season three is a mix of episodes. So for instance, if you watch episode one, it says episode one, but technically it's three episodes within an episode because my writing was a lot smaller back in the day, whereas now I can just write. Um, but that's the way that season three works is that it's just a mix of episodes, even though it's just in one episode. Um, around the winter time, I had some other problems with my emotions and the community at the time. And again, it had to do with feeling very small and underappreciated. So I was very on the fence about quitting Fly Away. And I almost didn't finish it. I really liked Fly Away, but I felt like what I was doing wasn't appreciated enough that I shouldn't be sitting there struggling and whatever. But I got bored and kind of lonely. And yeah, Fly Away is kind of my outlet for the things that happen in my life. And it's very therapeutic to sit down and write and film it. And it feels very accomplishing to get it done. So towards New Year's, I think, I started filming and editing again. And I kept it a secret. And on New Year's night, I actually announced that winter was coming. And that was my way of re-saying, I'm coming back. I'm going to finish Fly Away. I'm going to see it through. Because I had never intended to actually quit Fly Away. But at the time, it was just kind of a, maybe I'm going to do it. So I finished winter, and that was kind of the rebirth of my channel. And I was very happy to see people were there, you know. And I'm not going to lie, I did go through this a lot. And sometimes I still do, but I've been doing a lot better lately because I'm allowing myself to love my own projects rather than depending on other people to love it for me. Um... So then Bluebird came out, and that is the last episode of the show. Um, the series finale is a three-part movie, um, but the ser the last episode is episode five. I highly recommend watching that. It's my absolute favorite. Um, and that one I was very nervous about because I think episode five of season three is the most realist one I've ever written. It went through a lot of traumas I went through in high school and just a lot of things that I'm dealing with today. And I think it had the most emotion in it and the filming in it is flawless. Okay, maybe not flawless. There's some issues that my favorite. Um, but that's pretty my channel up to date. As for some fun facts, um, if you didn't know, Fly Away is based off of real people. All the 
every each nine main character is based off of somebody real. I'm only friends with like three of them today, which is kind of sad, but also it's okay because that just shows who the true ones are. Um, and that's pretty much it. Um, if you didn't know, I do upload on my backup channel. As of right now, I've been uploading flyaway minis. Those are non-canon to uh, the actual show. But they are a lot of fun to make and watch, so I highly doubt, I highly recommend watching those. But that's it about me, and I hope you enjoyed hearing my, about my channel and hearing about me, and I enjoyed telling you about Fly Away and how I started. So yeah, bye bye bye! After you're done enjoying this episode of the Simmers Digest podcast, why not head over to Sims Talk, where we discuss all of the latest Sims news, share our favorite mods and CC creators, and discuss game rumors and other happenings in the Simverse. Find us on your favorite podcast platform or grab the link at SimmersDigest.com. the show know that I absolutely adored The Sims and podcasts. They also know that I have been looking for enjoyable Sims-based podcasts to listen to for some time and had quite a hard time finding anything new and current. Lucky for this Simmer, I recently came across a gem while continuing my search. The fantastically brilliant podcast named Under the Plumbob is delightfully entertaining, with new content every week. The team of hosts have an absolute blast stepping away from reality to share their thoughts about The Sims, related news, favorites, and so much more. If you are looking to expand your audio enjoyment of The Sims, then do yourself a favor and go check out Under the Plumbob today found on just about every podcasting app.